Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. Hello, food fam. This is the Walk and Talk podcast, and I am your host, Carl Fiadini. Today, we are podcasting on site at Ibis Images Studios, where food photography comes alive. Get with John Hernandez. Check him out at ibisimages.com. Today, we're talking about lesser known great quality cuts of meat that happen to be priced just right. Um, yeah, it was sexy today. This photo shoot was pure badassery. I cannot wait to jump into this. We got Chef Jeffrey Schlisselmeister in the house. And you know what? He's going to jump into some sexy food talk. Jefferson, baby, go. You know, everybody's going to keep on thinking that every one of these episodes can't be your favorite because of the food. They all are my favorite. It's all my favorite. Every week is better than the last week. What can I tell you, man? I don't yeah. know. I mean, you got to work. The wait, problem with it. Yeah, good. Uh, John, do me a favor. Give me a little bit less. Uh, there you go. Look, first of all, I have to give you props, Jeff. Okay. Okay. You too, John, because you're just you're you're badass at what you do. But I'm going to talk about something specific here. You said, Carl, let's let's do something different. Let's let instead of like ribeyes and you know um, tomahawks and all that, let's do some different cuts of non not I don't want to say traditional, but like less just lesser known cuts that fantastic flavor profiles uh, and they're a little bit less expensive too. And I'm like. I was talking to Milan over at Peninsula. I said, you know, I wish this was my idea. <laughs> you know, but Jefferson uh, Starship came up with the whole thing. Um, jump in, baby. What you got? Yeah. So the thing about beef, you get to look at like the Texas A&M where a lot of the food science is done on beef and there's finding different cuts and how to utilize most of the chuck part because there's a lot of stuff that's coming out of there. Denver cut, mock tender, shoulder. Um, they with Terrace Major. And then the sirloin. And I think one of the things that makes Blooming Onion brand, which is the Outback Steakhouse, so popular and the way it became so popular was that Victoria Original, which is that sirloin, which is cut in that style of a filet. You're looking at a cut that ha- is not really that sexy. It's a sirloin. It's, you know, point blank sirloin. It's got some veins in it. It's got maybe toughness to it, especially if you cut it the wrong way. It's not going to be one of those that's going to be eating that very well. But if you know what you're doing and know how to handle it and um, you put the right seasonings on it, like today I was experimenting with um, 
Baharat, which I'm probably sounding, saying wrong. It's a Mediterranean spice blend. It's got some cardamom and some other layers of different spices in there. And then there's a North African pepper called harissa, which is just this wonderful, got a little bit of heat to it, but not too much. It's not like a scotch bonnet heat. And then this one was blended with some herbs as well. So it gave us some complexity to it. But it's how you manipulate the meat and you um, for the final product. Each time you sear, you have to listen. I always call when I'm training my cooks, there's a sixth sense. And, and chefs are going to be sitting there going, yeah, I get it. He's exactly right. I, I'm hearing him. When you get to that point where you know things are clicking and you hear things that are going off. And today I know I smoked everyone out. Thank God Smokey was here. He did. He was trying to get John a new studio. He, he, he legit <laughs> saved our lives. <laughs> legit. Um, cast iron stove. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait, I want to glaze over that. He's, oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go in detail. Yes. Yeah, cast in. iron on the on the pan. I get called in to like, look at something. There goes Smokey back and forth. And I go, hey, your dog's pacing more than normal, John. Carl walks out. There's like smoke everywhere. I expected to see the fire going off too. But you didn't hear what he said though. Who smoking? Yeah, he goes. <laughs> you know, he's, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, like Scooby Doo. Yeah, he's like Raggy. You know, it was, it was awesome. A little moaning going on, but mm-hmm. he was a good boy. Um, and then you know the accoutrements of what you put into the product too. And again, when you're looking at something, and, and for you chefs out there and salespeople, pro tip. Don't go in there and say your your case of meat is X. Um, that's not the way we look at things. We look at things at the you know one or zero foot level. We want to know exactly what it's going to cost on the plate. And when you're looking at stuff, especially in, and Carl and I were talking about this, when you get into that December and you know fillets are going to be or beef tenderloins are going to be through the roof, twenty five thirty dollars a pound for cut steaks. That's when you really want to dive in and say, okay, well, I got to shift gears where I need to go. And that's where these cuts of meat come into play. And then, you know, you got to look at it, the, the technical stop, aspects. Stop, 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 stop. Listen to me. Listen to me. Because I don't want to get so technical first. Before you jump into that, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do sexy talk. I well, didn't hear I'm about talk pure, about sexy talk. No, uh, no, 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 no. We got to start this right. Um, talk about the puree. Talk about the, the potato skin. Oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, your craveable you parts. Pe- listen, listen, listen. Actually, this is what you guys should talk about. What are your craveable parts? Yours was definitely the sauce. <laughs> My craveable part is whatever the hell is being cooked in here. I just I eat it all or I take some no, home and I specifically, eat it as soon as I get back to the house. Are you kidding me? So John last week, his his meal was the fig encrusted or fig rubbed to steak. It wasn't just him. Uh, well, no, but your craveable meal that you rented or raved about was the craveable chicken sandwich. With oh, the chicken yeah, sandwich. I mean, was... <laughs> right? But today was definitely that yellow pepper puree. And that's a classic. I just want to be clear about something. I will bury my face in any of that stuff. Okay. You're talking about the food, right? Yes. 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 Or not. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, true. Yeah. Here's the thing. You got to look at what, what food face chicken sandwich. Exactly. The the problem with people, they want to, they think they're going to reinvent something. And the problem is, is nothing's out there that's being reinvented, except if it's going to be laboratory, which we, we've talked about in several different podcasts. Which I took another two Pol- polls. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, but for me, what's sexy is, and you asked me this too, um, you weren't in there, you were actually shooting John. Carl goes, do you like doing this? And I'm sitting there just stirring, <laughs> aimlessly looking like an <laughs> Alzheimer patient. Well, I, I stirring was, well, John, well, yeah, Brussels well, sprouts. Well, John was shooting. Uh, I, I said, oh, you know what? Let me, let me leave you alone for a minute. <laughs> and I went back in in the kitchen and, and he looked homely just sitting there. He's sick. 
He's got the pan. He's got his. Little I don't spatula. think homely was it. I just no, it, well, you were in a deep thought. Yeah, I was focused, <laughs> but you looked. It looked a little like you know Rain Man ish. You yes, know I, mean? I do get like that. Yeah. I've been told that. So I was like, yeah, uh, definitely four or four o'clock. Just want to just want to four right. o'clock. So, I, but, but so I, I, it, it it made me ask the question of Jeff. I mean. Do you love doing this? Because, like, I'm just looking at you, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if I do you need a drink. No, I, I mean, it, 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 was a, it was a rough one, dude. I mean, yesterday I was in Orlando. Yesterday night I went to the uh, British Premier League, was doing their summer series. We saw Ashton Villa beat uh, Fulham. We had a great time. Jillian's never been to a soccer game, my daughter. It was great to have her there. You know, at first she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. As soon as the game started, what happened? What's going on? And so, and I told her, I said, this is all about life, you know, having the ability to, to make memories. Right. Um, and then, you know, we, we came home. We, well, woke up this morning, had breakfast, did a park, shot home, picked up my stuff, came here. Forgot three items, um, and that's that's the way things go. But I got here and we did it and we rocked it out and now we're doing the podcast. Nobody knew. No, you know, it, no. It, if it happens in the back of the house, it stays in the back. And of the house. Exactly, and that's the thing that you know in the industry is like when you're done with the shift and you're beating yourself up. The thing that you have to say to yourself is, "Did the front of the house know? Did the guest know? No, then that's a win." I Any would, day, I would have never known. I mean, I no. was just I was in bliss. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of bliss, talk about the puree. Which one? All of them. All right. So we had um, the mashed potato puree, which is just basically what I wanted to showcase was you can make mashed potatoes any way you want, but there's also a way to do it in a way, the Michelin star way. Right. And I worked for a chef. Every recipe that we had uh, was about one, maybe half a page, but his damn mashed potatoes. And he's still to this day, he's very famous. Um, he's still a stickler about his damn mashed potatoes. I mean, I'm, he had, a, thinking, he had a, an SOP that no more than a half an hour on the line or it's thrown away. I love that. You know, we're going to get uh, Ibis Images Studios uh, a star, right? We're going Michelin here at Ibis. <laughs> yeah, Michael Kalantis. He's already been here. <laughs> right. He's been on, but now he has to come to Ibis Images and actually do a shoot. Right. Um, but I wanted to showcase how to make it. And then the other flip side of things, what I'm trying to focus in on when we're doing these plate presentations is how to use, utilize the whole product. Uh, as a chef, I think it's, we owe it to mother nature. We owe it to the, you know, the natural resources and the farmers. So I took the peeling of the mat, the uh, potato air fried those. And I wanted another texture. And when you're doing food sh- shoots, any photographer that's worth his weight will tell you, where's my colors? You know, here's your palette. There's food. Go do it. And that's one of the things now when I go shopping is like, okay, I got a steak. It's going to be brown. And I go, okay, I need red, yellow, green. And I start looking at the plate that way. And then I build the menu we're going to shoot for that. And then we had a English pea puree. Yeah, we had fire. We had sour cherry jam. Mm. That that should be illegal. Here, you know what I have to say about that? I have this to say. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. We had um, asparagus tips that were blanched. We had this. Um, oh my god, the onion puree. The onion puree. The other. What was the yellow one? Oh, oh the, the yellow uh, pepper. The yellow pepper. Yellow, pe- yellow pepper. Coolie. No, like seriously, you could. What I wanted to do is is just do shots of this. You even you don't like mushrooms. I put it on the mushroom. You're like, I didn't even eat that no, no, with the I mushroom. Do. No, I but, love the, but you were like, it even made the mushrooms taste it better.
Attention chefs and food buyers. Are you looking to improve your proteins program with quality and service by the best in the beef business? Reach out to Peninsula Food Service. With 25 butchers on staff, their services will dazzle you and impress your dining guests. Peninsula is the largest Creekstone farm distributor in the Southeast United States. Let the gang at Peninsula Food Service cut your beef burdens away and ask about their dry-aged program. Look them up at PeninsulaFood.com. Well, what it did is it gave more complexity to the mushroom. It wasn't just a mushroom anymore. Right. It was a, a maitake, by right. the way. So it was, it was, you know, mushrooms are great. But with that on it, it was like... Amplified. Yeah. Now it became something special. Right. You know? The onion puree, we really want to get back to that one because um, uh, BJ and Nicole and, and Keith did a pop-up in New Orleans and they did a biryani and they did the riff. The riff was biryani has caramelized onions that are usually topped off. They did a puree. And I'm like, I wonder how this would be. Here's me thinking outside the box as a deconstructed onion ring. And I did those. I, I sauteed them down and caramelized them in ghee. Ghee is, generally speaking, the Indian equivalent to oil. So it's butter, usually buffalo, butter. without any white whey in it, W-H-E-Y, um, no protein, so it won't burn. So you can actually fry your food in that 450 degrees and won't smoke. It won't get to the smoke point until then. Well, you got smoky. There yeah. was a smoke point Not just, today. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely, there was almost <laughs> there a, a fire point. point today. Yeah. Um, that's besides the point, but the, the way I wanted to get the complexity in there was I toasted up some on the side, some panko breadcrumbs to give it the crunch. But when you hit the ghee or the caramelized onion and with the bourbon and then hit the steak and then the Swiss char, which was rainbow Swiss char again, looking at all those colors, I was magical. Oh my God. What was the other green? Uh, oh, dandelions. Dandelion. Okay. So listen, a weed. Weed, not which one you smoke. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, in the backyard, there it is. Seriously, that was so good. And all it was was salt, pepper, and and butter. I know, but but the uh, the flavor profile of that dandelion, it's got, it's a little sharp. You know, it's it's, oh yeah, it's in your face. Yeah, not as much as an arugula. Right. It's less than. What's not peppery? No, it's it's sharp. Right. It's that got that earthiness to it. Yeah, but then when you when you actually, oh man, it was the whole thing was really good. Whatever you did to it, which was sounding basic, but you wouldn't know how basic it is. It's it's really elevated. Again, it's nothing. Nobody's recreating food unless you get into molecular, you know, product. Yeah. Um, but it's simplicity. Patrick Kamel, Small Kamachi, who I trained under in the Weston Bonaventure Hotel back in the early mid nineties. Way back in the mid nineties, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I know people that I'm that could be their father, which is disgusting. Um, he always, you know, being a French chef trained and from France, I always questioned him why Tuscan Italian food. I mean, the French are supposed to be known for, that's your and food. why that funny accent, right? No, I'm, kidding, <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding. But he he always said in Tuscany they cut it from the vine and they treat it as the star, and that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to hide everything, and that's where I kind of developed. Hearing him say that, that's where I kind of said, that's what I want to do. I want to showcase if it's going to be X, Y, Z. I want to have that be the star. So basically what you did is you said, come over here, dandelion. 
Look, you're going to be a star. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein without the creepiness. Wow. Or, you know, or, or a little bit of the creepiness. <laughs> Not exactly the same, but wow. Yeah, all right. So, ooh, all right. So, the accoutrements uh, on all of the plates, we did four plates today. Um, I was not disappointed, right? Uh, and I, I don't know that I have been really yet, but I have to say that today was one of the tops, really. Yeah, again, when you're working with great product like Peninsula's and uh, Creekstone Farms, I mean, right. we didn't really need a knife. No. Well, so, right. So, these, all right, let's talk about these, like, lesser-known uh, hidden um, cuts. Diamond in the rough. Diamonds in the rough. What do you, so talk about it. What did we do today? So we had a mock tender or terrace major. It's in the shoulder region. Um, it's elongated. It looks like the tail part of the filet mignon. It has some of the marbling too is the filet. It has some of the flavor profiles of the filet. A little bit more beefier than a filet because yeah. filets can be a little bit flat, but it doesn't carry the same price. No. Which you can deflect a lot. I mean, you're looking at right $8 on the plate just in protein. I think what we're going to do today is uh, we're uh, let's later on, not now, obviously we're, we're doing a show, but let's, um, let's, let's play it out. Uh, let's cost the, uh, the plate. Sure. You know, and, and we can talk about that uh, on the next go around because if you're a chef or you're a purchaser and you look for something different, but then you're also looking to like make money. Um, I mean, this is definitely a, um, this is definitely a direction you want to check out. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about for the month of August how we're going to, you know, do the pro- the proteins, and I would made the suggestion let's let's go back to trussing, because you know nobody's doing that. It's it's a lost art form. Um, so I think that you can we can showcase a lot of different cuts. Even chicken, chicken can be chicken breast. You know, instead of doing your normal every run of the mill chicken parmesan with it slathered on top or whatever. We used to do one in Casabella in Dania Beach uh, before they were in North Miami called Pastanash. We used to do one called Fruta de Mar and it had calamari and shrimp and scallops. And then they we, we stuffed it inside the chicken breast, rolled it, dredged it, trusted it, <laughs> fried it, <laughs> sliced it and put it with a, a cognac blush sauce. Hmm. The thing was just... Um, but you're gonna, you're, we're gonna do our own version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're not gonna do. We're gonna obviously gonna do it more of the, the. John loves this smoke, so we're gonna bring barbecue into the whole thing of it. So brisket, uh, a porchetta. I think that's a must. When you're coming into August, September, October, porchetta is just one of those things. that just if you haven't had it, it's normally belly and a little bit of loin. And then you roll it up. Those are the two worst pieces. <laughs> you can't go wrong on that. Yeah. Speaking of um, anybody locally, uh, Kiwi Kiwi, uh, Little Pigs, which is a, a heritage breed from New Zealand. Vicky Webster is looking to get rid of them. So if you guys know of anything, if you want to buy one, uh, go ahead and contact Carl or myself. We'll make sure we get that information over to Vicky if you're local. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she's she remember she's got to get rid of some of the livestock. No, it's and a true story. The big, yeah, this, she's got one that's about one hundred and twenty pounds, one hundred and forty pounds. Nice. Yeah, and then she's got some thirties and forties and eighties. These things are really good for one. Well, they're good for a lot of things, but they're really known for one thing: is charcuterie. And a lot of fat cap. Oh, I hate charcuterie. <laughs> no, I don't. Is it charcuterie or is it charcuterie? Charcuterie. Shark Week started what yesterday or something like that. I don't know. I don't get to watch TV. I don't. I work. Why I, work I work literally. Do you hear this, Sean? He works. 
I, I, except for Thursdays. Except for Thursdays, yeah. Today's like I wear shorts, a t-shirt, and, you know, it's a whole different deal for me on a Thursday. But we're doing the good work. We're doing the right stuff. Did you hear that we're? Uh, let me just remind everybody, this doesn't happen without me, right? I am the uh, the glue. The conduit. The conduit. You say you're you're the key master. Yeah. <laughs> Truth is, yeah, I I'm I'm nothing. Without you guys and Peninsula, really. Um, I'm just a guy with a dream, man. Just a guy with a dream. Well, your dream is to eat good. That's all. I started this whole thing so I can eat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's working out pretty well for you now. It's working out. I mean, I've, I gained 25 pounds and, jeez, uh, oh, I'm sleepy. Yeah. That's called food coma. It is food coma. I Literally, like I, I can't eat any more today. Although when I get home, I'll eat more. True story. It is true. Oh my God. Oh, so we just, um, um, what do we do here? I put, uh, by the way, everybody, by the by, um, published on YouTube a new videos for restaurant recipes, put out um, an awesome uh, lamb rack uh, with herb emulsion, herb emulsion. And that was uh, from our boy um, over at Slate. Oh, uh, Kevin. Chef Kevin Ho. Yep. Um, then we did, uh, what do we got there? The uh, It's an avocado and farro salad with Chef Greg Ritchie uh, over at SoCo in Orlando, which is freaking fire. Farro is one of those underrated starches that is just amazing. And a grouper? Grouper piccata with the chef, Thomas Parker. Um, from the Carroll Hotel. That's when he had the lemon foam, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so those were just published on YouTube. So if you're uh, into the video and you want to see, like, really awesome, amazing chefs do their uh, do their best work, um, check them out. Uh, you can go to our website at uh, thewalkandtalk.com, and uh, you can find the links where you got to find the links to get there. Yeah, I, I see him looking at you. Yeah, I'm doing the stare. He's the doing stare. the stare down right now. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> he doesn't do anything either. What do you mean? <laughs> does a lot. That's why I'm saying. That's why you're giving him the stare down. And it's because he's a busy man. He's a, he's a very busy. Well, he's got a lot to do. <laughs> he's, you know, photographer extraordinaire, producer extraordinaire, graphic designer extraordinaire. Like the guy is like pretty extraordinaire, you know, extraordinary. You're extraordinary. Remember that from whatever the stupid show was back then, uh, Jersey something or other. I I don't I didn't watch TV back then. Back then I did. Now I know nothing. <laughs> I'm like eight year, ten years back. What can I tell you? All right, so I did uh, I did do a poll, um, an updated poll on the lab grown meat, um, and I had four choices. I had uh, excited about its potential uh, as a sustainable uh, you know protein source. Um, I have skeptical about the safety and long-term effects of the product, unsure but interested, and then prefer traditional, um, you know, farm-raised meats. Over, and this is what, 90, 90 votes? Almost 100. Almost 100. I didn't say 100, but it's 90, because it's, it's 90. Um, 90% of that 90, traditional. They're, they're going traditional. Want nothing to do with it. Nobody, 0.0% uh, excited about it. Um, and the next closest down was skeptical about the safety and long-term effect. And that was, uh, uh, 
So, I mean, it's, it's a thing. I don't, I don't think people want it. Oh, I remember what I was talking about. Now, this is a, this is a scientific poll. <laughs> Well, it's it is a poll, but it's it was, a poll. It's a legit poll. It, I mean, it is, you know. But here's the thing: when we're talking about that, remember Alestra, approved by the FDA, didn't have any fat content or added calories to the potato chip. Oh, but the warning right. was, yeah, 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 yeah. you'd literally poop yourself. Yes. So here's the USDA and FDA coming out and saying Alestra is wonderful. It's no problem for us to eat. And then within a Olea, year, right? that Olea? Oleasta, yeah, Oleasta. O-L-E-S-T-A-R-A or something like that, uh-huh. Olestra. But it, literally, it's you have to have it on now on the warning label that it could cause a sphincter meltdown, for a better lack of terminology. Who knows what else it causes? But And I mean? that's my point. I mean, listen, they, they sit there and they prove things, and they've approved this lab chicken, but yet we don't know the fundamentals behind it if it's actually safe. Correct. Case in point. Correct. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that happening these days in the scientific community where they're rolling out a bunch of stuff without any, uh, you know, without creating any data, without having the data, without creating, you know, building that 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 uh, that data. I, I don't know. Uh, either do I. Like, I'm, I'm. I'm not. I feel like we're going in the wrong direction. But that's another story. I'm. I'm not too happy about eating that stuff. No. No. But let, let's let's. Um, so you're putting together a, our, what are we calling this? A storyboard? No. Yeah. I yeah. like about it. It's a, it's a roadmap for what we're doing for the different shots and the food shoots and the stuff that we do today. If we're not on location. Right. And we're going to kind of be on trend with the national holidays for what the food day is. Like for instance, in mid August, there's uh filet mignon day. And then I think it's in the 20th or 17th of August. It's my day. It's a bacon lover's day. Yeah. <laughs> so it's we're, definitely, too. we're, yeah. we're going to be showcasing uh, bacon that day. Man. Not just any bacon, mine. So hopefully I'll have one of Vicky's pigs at that point in time. So I can go ahead and do some pork belly with that one and then cure it and then go through the process. Have that one. Yeah. I'm all about it. So we're you're, gonna, you're, you're now on notice, Vicky. So the <laughs> So the show, so we're the show is going to follow trend, and um, we're going to be cooking amazing dishes based on the trend. And uh, Jonathan, uh, Sir Jonathan Rodriguez over here, Rodriguez Hernandez. No, that's that's the other guy. That's the other guy. I just saw him the (laughs) other day too. I know this is Hernandez. That's Rodriguez. (laughs) Hernandez Rodriguez Gonzalez. Whatever. So I'm only kidding, brother. So you got um, you got Jonathan uh, Rodriguez. Is doing big things, by yes, the way. I know he is. Yeah. I was over there at the Sally Mar and, um, yes, bar program expanding, food program expanding. Nice. Chef Alex has taken over, over there, uh, obviously, you know, under, uh, under Jonathan. And, um, it's exciting. We're going to have, we're going to be doing a uh, walk and talk interviews with, uh, Chef Alex. Alex. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. But uh, John Hernandez is going to be filming, uh, shooting all of all of these uh, these dishes, you know, that we're going to be shooting, whatever the month, you know, day of the month, whatever. Right, right. So I'm excited about that. And you're going to be able to see all of this photography under your webpage on our new website that will be going live like super soon. Very excited about that. Don't shake your head, dude. (laughs) 
<laughs> I wish there was cameras here. Not today. No, I, don't <laughs> I just love the eye rolls. Yeah. He's really perfected my wife and my daughter's eye roll, and, and mine as well. He's <laughs> he's rolled up all into one. Like he's yeah. You're not excited about this, John? <laughs> that was of course. I am super excited about because it looks badass. Did you, you didn't see it today? Did oh, you? Yeah. No, I, I saw the last time I was here. You went through and did some stuff, and I mean, it looks fantastic. Because each, each chef's each chef's going to get their own yeah. culinary partner. Mm-hmm. Each chef culinary partner is going to get their own page, and they're going to be spotlighted, which is what we need to do. And and that's some yeah, and you oh, and me. Um, but well, we John and I have. Uh, the book just got finished. It's going to editing for me and mm-hmm. my book. Yeah. Um, I've now re- re- reread the book, I think 400 times. And now it's, I'm linking the recipes, not only in my family, but some stuff that we've, we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be going and doing the food shoot too. So we're going to be talking about that on the podcast, the recipe sh- shoots, I should say. <sighs> I, I really want to get food. It's going to be a lot of food <laughs> and we're going to be the epicenter of like the food world. I really want to be there because I think we're doing things different, you know, and we're bringing it to the, to the populace, to the foodie populace in a, in a different way. Walk and talk podcast now sweetened by noble citrus. Bite into a juicy crunch tangerine, 40 years perfected, seedless and oh so tasty. Or savor a starburst pomelo, the giant citrus with a unique zing. Don't miss autumn honey tangerines, big and easy to peel. Noble, generations of citrus expertise, delivering exceptional flavor year-round. Taste the difference with Noble Citrus. Yeah, I think you're the culminate. You know, when I went to culinary school, to me it was you either were a restaurant chef or a hotel chef. I never thought of working for a broadliner. Never thought of working for a um, a broker or being a, a person that's working for a group that's going to be cooking for race car drivers. Or you know, there's so many facets that I didn't even think of. And we're going to be able to be to talk to people like. Ashton, who is um, Thomas Keller's research and development guy, or somebody who is studying Indian food like Keith. There's so many other facets that are out there for us. There are some big plans. We've had, we do have, we have big, big plans. Big. No, it's the truth, though. No, like, I'm saying big. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to spill all the beans, you know, today, but I mean, I am excited about the website because everyone's going to have, they're going to be represented. Uh, everybody who we deal with on a regular basis will be represented on the site and it's going to be pretty detailed, you know? And of course you're going to have your blog that you're going to, you know, that you're going to be putting out, Mm -hmm. uh, your food photography on your page is sick. Well, that's not, that's this one to my left. Yeah. Well, every, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, (laughs) the the, collaboration it, it is. And, and, and what we're doing on site when we do the photo shoots, when we're filming, you know, the other chefs, it's beautiful. It's it's so difficult, but it's so amazing when it's done. Yeah, and then when we when we actually when we're doing our stuff here at the studio, it's enhanced even more because it's in the studio. It's a little bit different. Um, we're we're really in a we're in a um, 
in a sweet spot, I think. You want to tell everybody how much you downloaded from Friday to Monday? Uh, it's close to 50. Yeah, what we're do, yeah, hold on, I'll tell you. Talk uh, for a minute here, uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, Lewis. so... You're not well, talking. I know, but I'm, I'm wondering what you want me to talk about. So you want well, me to guess, talk about trends? I guess you don't have to say anything. In the last 30 days, um, I stalled enough, just whatever. Yeah. In the last 30 days, we've done 187,000 downloads. Uh, stupid. But Friday to Monday, it was almost, almost 50,000. I did the math. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we did fifty. Well, in well, in seven days, we did uh, fifty about fifty four thousand. So fifty thousand of it that was Friday to Monday. Probably when you when you yeah. dropped our last episode. Yeah, from that Friday to that Monday. So thank you, everybody that's listening, everybody that's turning on their friends and coworkers and whoever else is a foodie or thinks this podcast is something to listen to. We we really do appreciate it. Just comment. <laughs> If Seriously. you can on any of any of the, of, I know one of my friends reached out and Carl said to them on social media is like, we love it. We were on all of them. Please make sure you just give us a little high five. Oh, kind of yeah. thing, a little With, love. Uh, I'm trying to think of who it was. It was a Sarah something. Was it? No, uh, no. Sarah's Sarah wants to meet the meat fairies. I think everybody wants to meet the meat fairies. So just so everyone knows on Wednesdays, generally speaking, I get a visit from the meat fairy. I don't have to lose a tooth. <laughs> To get to meet Ferry to come to my house or wherever I need to go. Fee, Espana. Espana. Oh, oh uh, Fiona. So okay, yeah, I, sure. I have to do it. Fiona, 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 Fiona. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> that was you, not me. I, didn't <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. I saw the shirt. Sorry. So I was just at Universal Studios. So we're going to do the rest of the podcast. And, and you voices. can do Mickey Mouse. No. Right? And you can do that. I'm like, no, I'll, I'll do Gizmo more better. From, oh, all right. From the Gremlins. <laughs> do you want to come? Do you want to come play in our playhouse? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There goes John rolling his eyes. I, you know what? It, it, listen, we're having fun. You know, at the end of the day, if when Old Man River over here wants to like wow. sit there and you know roll his eyes, whatever, it's fine. I don't care. He How just called, he? He's younger than I am. Yeah, I'm the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I love being the whippersnapper uh, in the in the house here. Yeah, we let you do. Yeah, I mean, I'm the young, I'm the young, I'm the young blood here, man. Well, actually, the oldest one here just walked out of the room. Yeah, he's uh, he's 240. <laughs> how old is he in the dog years? There, he's I don't know. Is it is it seven years for every year of a dog? Seven. So yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's like 100 and <laughs> he's like 300 years old. That's good. 100 and. 12. He ran today. Yeah, I saw that. Because John was like, thanks for saving the house. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's, like, he came up to me and he's, and he's talking to me. And I was like, what, boy? There's smoke? And he's like, he's shaking his head. Yes. He's come to the kitchen. He's shaking his head. He's like, uh, Lassie. Lassie. Yeah. yeah. So, if anybody knows Lassie out there, I don't know if that's still a thing. No. No. Huh? No. What are we cooking next week? Do you have it on the schedule yet? <sighs> Uh, no, but after I get home and, and, and fall asleep tomorrow, I'll let you know what we'll be cooking. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to break it today. You guys are, well, I, I, I ran into the guys from red gold and they have a bloody Mary mix, which gave me an idea to smoke a pork, but with in marinated in God, everybody stared at me. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> I want to go ahead and marinate it in the actual, uh, bloody Mary with vodka. 
Okay. And then I want to dry it out and then I want to smoke it. And the mop is going to be used is going to be the leftover marinade with some other ingredients that will caramelize as I'm doing it. So we'll get a nice bark. Then I'll roll it. So we can do some pulled pork um, oh, yeah. next week. I, I love the way that sounds. And and you know what we need to do um, on one of the dishes? So we have a uh, a Citrus America juicer here at the studio. Yep. And um, we, we were expen- experimenting with it today a little bit. And it's just, it's amazing because it, it, the way that it, the way that it actually juices, it doesn't it doesn't crush the peel nope. enough to where you're getting that oil or that that um, you know the pith. the pith yeah the bitterness. It also doesn't um, squish the orange as it's cutting or or the citrus I should say because it does limes right. um, small grapefruits and if it's the right size machine the pomegranate right. it actually uses a sawing motion yeah to cut it. And then when it squeezes, it doesn't squeeze so hard where a human will squeeze the living crap out of it because we're trying to get our job done because the chef is yelling at us to get this stuff done and make this whatever we're making. Right. Um, the juice is just really balanced. Um, this is the same Citrus America that we were out in Nampham. And I was like, this is literally, or no, it was actually the first time I met him was at Fothergill mm-hmm. over in um, uh, Universal the Double the Tree. Gateway, the gate, the you know, Universal Double Tree and mm-hmm. uh, yep. Universal. That to me was that's drinking Florida. That's Florida in a cup. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, no, there's no other better product that you can get out there. Yeah, it's like the Mercedes Benz of juicers. It's pretty, it's not only that, it pays for itself because you go out and I find I travel a lot now, and every time I see Tropicana, I'm like, uh, no, it's not orange juice, that's processed you know, flavored water that looks like orange juice. Even the color, like we were looking at it before <clears throat> the color of the, what comes out of this thing. It's pretty amazing, you know, and it, look, it's a juicer. Great. Yeah. No, it's different. And it really puts out a great product. What I'm saying to you is um, I think one, uh, a few weeks ago or whatever, you mentioned something about having a, uh, some sort of a citrus reduction or something like that, that we can use for, you know, Part of the ingredient uh, base. Yeah. So I we have the Mima sauce, which is the barbecue sauce that has a lot of orange or tangerine in it. Yeah. The other one I want to do is thinking about was doing, we did be um, orange beef, beef or orange, mm-hmm. um, or duck à l'orange. Le, I would love le, to do duck à l'orange, but l'orange. smoke. Right. Because that to me is just, it's mind blowing. I'm going to be saying that the whole way. <laughs> duck à l'orange. l'orange. Um, well, it would be great if we were to use the machine. And use that really fresh, beautiful. So I hear pork nectar. is going to be next week and duck. Yeah. So there you go. Is that what, is that what we're doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot. Yeah, so we'll do some uh, an Asian-inspired and a French-inspired duck. We're going to be getting some... Uh, I talked to uh, our gal over at Circle C Farms, Nicole Cruz. You know... Yeah, I know. We're getting the wagyu. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't wait. Seriously. I'm going to be giddy. I'm going to be like a school kid. We got to pick comes. we got to pick from the list. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um it's a uh, Japanese genetic um black and also red uh wagyu. So not with an angus, so it's not wangus. It's not <laughs> You're such a wangus. <laughs> wow. Middle school was awesome. And, I, and I'm glad we get to continue it. Um, of course. You know, here on the show every week. But uh, yeah, so it's Florida grown, uh, Japanese 
uh, genetic Wagyu. And I'm, yeah, see, John's excited. You heard that, everybody? Yeah, but here's the thing. When you say Florida and and, and Angus and, and all these other breeds that we're talking about. Angus? Angus, no. oh. you know, or Wagyu. Most of the time, Florida is like, you know, oh, I'm not going to eat food. Just, you know, the grass down there. Mm-hmm. But let, let us tell you that Nicole, the, the animal care that she has for her, like the cattle, the, the livestock is absolutely unbelievable. So this product is going to be mind blowing. That's why I can't wait. I know. I mean, if her chicken is that good and it's just chicken, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's got to be that mo- that's got to be incredible. So hurry up and send it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, truth is I told her not to, you know, uh, she said, Hey, do you want, do you want me to put it in the, uh, FedEx, uh, FedEx this thing out today? And I said, no, let me get with the gang and let's see what we want to kind of mess around with. Send me the list. I'm going to write. Cause that way I can sleep on it through osmosis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to have dreams about it. You know of course. I mean? Yeah. And I can't wait when we get it and we play with it. Because there's going to be different. You can't cook Wagyu the same way you cook other beef. You just can't. Especially A5, I don't care who you are. You're going to start a fire if you cook it a certain way. Well, based on what I saw here today. That was our most close. Yeah, I was just testing his smoke detector. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Which, which didn't go off. Strangely didn't go off. Might want to check that out. Uh, yeah, I felt like Scooby Doo in like the cartoon where he took his knife, or his uh, claw, and he was cutting you it through cut, smoke. You can cut through the fog. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I've, I'm sorry about that. I, I do smell like um, I, f- I just worked a shift. Feel like that's yeah. yeah I feel like I just worked a shift. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna hate myself. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, what is this? <laughs> Should I feel like I gotta go cl- change the clothes before you get in the car because it's gonna smell? Yeah, I mean, yeah. or at least as soon as you walk in the house, you're undressed. Right, yeah, right well, on the floor. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. John doesn't, John doesn't have that problem. No. He's home. He's home. He's gonna, your whole house. Well, they got to go wash your sheets and everything. Good job, dude. She's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get him a new studio. Wow. You almost did it today. <laughs> wow. 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 All right. Um, what else you got? What else, what else is going on? It's uh, we're coming up on 40 minutes, man. I think we're, uh, how are we doing? You know, I, well, you got some, we got some stuff working that we're going to talk to some people around the country to help us out. That's going to be really killer to look forward to. Some segments we're going to do. Yeah, some chef on the uh, street segments. I also have a uh, a food um, writer, well-known, um, Central Florida area, who is uh, probably going to do the same. Uh, I'm not going to reveal yet who that is, nor are we going to reveal who the chefs uh, who will be dotted around the country uh, are as well. But it's going to be something where... We're, I want, so what would be great, right? As I swallow double use there, what would be great is if the walk and talk podcast was on, not only just on trend, but part of the trend. And if we can get the, cause these are all high end chefs, all the, all the cats you were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. they're high end with, with a background, with a, with a, with a very, with all unique um, histories and backgrounds and they're well known. Um, we can start the trend, and the truth is, we're we're kicking ass. We're you know we're oh yeah we've we've stayed in the top ten uh, pretty much for a while now. for for the last like two months. You know, I mean we we peaked at four, and I'm really disappointed that we couldn't get to number one. But you know, obviously, we're this is a long game, so you know maybe it'll happen someday. Um, but we're we're staying strong in the top ten, man, and that's 
you know, we're going up against some, some heavy hitters too. Um, well, you know, you, you look at, and people are like, well, how do you find the trends? And you look at the magazines like flavor and the menu. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another one that I look at a lot. Uh, data essentials. They actually um, have spiders that go out um, from their websites and their, their web search and they see what menus are doing and what people are doing. And then they pinpoint what's becoming popular. Like I walked into sprouts and when you see a sauce get on the shelf, you know that it's been accepted. Yeah. And there was a Peruvian jelly. And I've been saying for a while now, the last probably two to five to two to five years, I've been saying Peruvian is the next one. So when I, when I, 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 I uh, I'm going to embrace that. But when I hear spider, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, the stuff that you don't want to deal with. No, I think, uh, was that Goodfellas, right? No, no, wait, no. What was that? Oh my God. You're thinking about when I was at the ECF last week. And we no, did spider. Crickets. Like, Hey spider, come here, come here. And they, uh, Joe Pesci blasts. Uh, that was not, um, that Goodfellas. Well, it could have been Goodfellas, but he was in so many different ones, though. That Joe Pesci for the mob stuff. You mean are you talking to me? Are you talking? You may hear Joe Pesci. Are you? No, I'm not talking about Robert De Niro. That's Robert when De Niro. Joe when Joe Pesci goes. Am I here to make you laugh? Yeah, that That's, was Goodfellas. That was Goodfellas. But Spider, that wasn't. What the hell? What the hell? I can't believe I'm having a brain uh, aneurysm. No, thankfully, because <laughs> well, you, you forget. I, Forgetting is one thing, you know. That's called Alzheimer's. You know, uh, clocking out for the. Well, that's different. Is it a whole other. Uh, yeah, it's a whole other realm. <sighs> See, you're, you know if what's going to happen. Three o'clock in the morning when you go up to go to the bathroom. It, it, whoever's <laughs> listening to this, please, you know. Uh, Just comment. Make where note, does that comment, spider. Where's spider from? I can't believe this. I'm ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I got to watch those old movies. Forget about it. Um, all right. Listen. Um. What are you doing? Oh, you're looking it up, producer. <laughs> All right, he's okay. trying to get you. Then no, okay, look it up. What are, we, what are we talking about here? Keep on going, he said. He's uh, right. He's doing the Google. He's doing the Google. I would still want somebody to like, uh, you know, leave a comment. Listen, people, thank you <laughs> very kindly for all the support. What do you got, John? Oh, you know, he's really? still looking it, for it. I, I can find it in two seconds. All right, whatever. Roll the roll the freaking music. Give me a spider, you know. You know what the problem was for me today? Huh? I didn't have an espresso when I got here. Oh, dude, he made me... Shut up. I know, because you were drinking. Le- he made me a cafecito le- no, 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 but it was like extra strength. Because <laughs> you thought it was for me. <laughs> no, I needed it. I was dragging ass today. Uh, hello? <laughs> you usually come with a whole... Uh, Bibbidi-boppidi-boo. Bibbidi-boppidi-bing-boom. Bang. Yeah. All right, um, Jeff, I sincerely appreciate what you do here. At the studio. Thank you. And what you're, how you're becoming, you know, more and more part of what we're doing here. Obviously, uh, good fellas. Good fellas. I was right. It was good fellas. All right. That's what I thought, man. Damn. <laughs> should never second guess yourself, people. Go with your gut. Always go. You're second guessing yourself <laughs> right now. <laughs> like right now. Like, <laughs> By the way, huge shout out to one of our farmer friends, Amy Yee, yes. who put the actual poll that you did. Yes. And some of the comments were absolutely hysterical. We, uh, we're we running out of the, uh, the, the music here. Guys, thanks a lot for following along. Appreciate you. Love you. We are out.
Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing, deliver healthy taste options to clientele, and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com. (laughs) 